Hello everyone, my name is Brian Crawford, Executive Director with PGH Museums. Because of the recent stay-at-home order issued by Governor Tom Wolf and to take social distancing precautions, the Art Talk podcast is on a temporary hiatus. During this pause in action, we'll be bringing you conversations recorded through video conferencing with artists, museum directors, and other people involved in the region's cultural scene and how they're dealing with the situation. Our first interview is with artist Bob Fryer. We hope you enjoy these conversations as we wait for normal programming to return. Here's my buddy Bob. Bob, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? Uh, I wish I could say I was doing better. I, I, I'm, I, have no, I don't have a single introverted bone in my body. So <laughs> this entire like, stay-at-home thing is horrible. Like My job is still going. Like Nothing's changed at work, and I go to an actual location. And I don't know what I would do if I didn't have that because I, I live alone. I don't have like family that I live with. I'm completely alone. So without work, I'd have like no human interaction whatsoever. See, I'd actually be okay with that uh, for a while. Um, I never go out. So it's kind of like my day hasn't changed except I work from home now. Hi, my name is Brian Crawford with pghmuseums.org, and over the next several weeks, I'll be talking with artists, museum directors, and even the general manager of a professional sports team. Due to the COVID-19 coronavirus, we'll be practicing social distancing and speaking over video, and talking about how the virus is affecting the people who make our culture community work. We'll be discussing how it's affecting their lives, how they're staying creative, overcoming challenges, and how they plan to bounce back when we can all leave our homes again. Please join me for COVID Conversations. Being an introvert and not leaving is okay with me because all I do is work from home now. And the best part about it is actually having lunch with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the hardest part, I think, is seeing my wife at home where I know she'd rather be at work during the day. Yeah. And and I don't mean like, like not seeing, like seeing her is bad, but like, like just seeing her be disappointed. She can't go to work and do, cause she loves her job. That makes sense. Yeah. With me, I, I really don't love my job. (laughs) And it's sad (laughs) to me that that's become my social life. Like I've always made a point that I'm like, you know, work will not be my social life. Because some people where I work, it's like, that's all they do. They don't do anything but go to work. They work 12 hours a day, six, seven days a week. And then they're there off the clock doing things in the break room with other people at work. And I'm like, no, that is not me. Like I do work some overtime, but like when I'm out of there, like I go and do things with other people. And I'm one of those people, if I'm at home, I'll go and like walk down the street and uh, visit like my friend's studio who, who's in Beachview or I'll go to the bar and get a drink. Like I'm always like, I, or the coffee shop, I'm always out or just even walking, you know, downtown. Uh, I'm yeah. always out. I hate being, uh, in, I'm not an introvert at all. Like not even a little bit. So, and I can't imagine what life would be without these videos. Yeah. It, it's like, I I've actually been doing more live painting on, on Facebook, uh, a little bit on Instagram. I, I did a, uh, a live art exhibition for my studio. Mm-hmm. So like, cause I was supposed to have a show and that understandably, but still disappointing got canceled, you know? Uh, so now I'm sitting on a bunch of art that I'm beginning to 
just look at and hate. So I'm painting over some of it and making something new. So that's like kind of what, how you're handling it. You're kind of revisiting old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it, it's hard. Like uh, I'm waiting on supplies to get here and stuff's out of stock. I got, I got the, the places where I, I buy my supplies. They're like, our, our warehouse is limited to what we have and the workers we have. So there's no guaranteed shipping date on stuff. And, and there's not, there's nothing I can do about that. And luckily I do have some clientele and customers that are very understanding at this point. And it's, uh, even though I'm still trying to make money, which I like, it's only me working. So this income is very helpful to everything else. I actually feel it's like, I hate making a transactional post anytime, but like even now when people aren't working, I'm like, fuck, I really need to make some money too. Like, what can I do that isn't so expensive instead of uh, like trying to sell a painting? Like I'm trying to come up with different ideas with print releases and uh, I, I have some bandanas in the work coming up. Oh, that's a good idea. Cause people really need that right now, you know, cause people are using them as masks. And yeah. I don't even know how you would even get one because the stores, most of the stores that are open, they don't sell bandanas. Yeah, I, I, I have a supplier that was like, these are the colors I have. And I'm like, I'll go with it, you know? Yeah. So what was that like? How did that feel when they, when your show got pushed back? I mean, I know I'm, I'm feeling similar thoughts because like this was my year. This was like, you know, like they had like in Seinfeld, there was the summer of George. This is yeah. the Brian where I was going to go out and film all of these like documentaries and all of this stuff surrounding the museums and put together just this portfolio that was going to be so impressive that, you know, despite not having, I don't have a degree uh, in, in anything and in, in going into communications and things like that, a lot of companies, they want you to have a degree. So I, my plan was to put together this portfolio that was so dynamite that nobody was going to be able to turn me away. Yeah. And now everything I plan to do is on hold and who knows if it'll even happen because of this damn virus. Well, I, I think you could still make it happen. Mm-hmm. I, I would say be persistent with it. Be like, look, it's unfortunate that this happened, but I think you could still do it as long as you got the, the right places and, and, and the right people behind you saying, yeah, you know what, this was unfortunate, let's still do it. I, I think you're going to see a lot more people being more compassionate and understanding with stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I just, like, worry who knows how long this is going to last because, you know, you hear, you hear so many different stories. And right now in the U.K., uh, some scientists just came out and said that they that we need to be in isolation for 12 months. So, that makes no sense. Yeah, I just don't know how, you know, you don't know how long it's going to last. That's the part that's kind of scary. And you also don't know who to believe and and, and, and what, what news sources is putting out. Well, this is the BBC, and I trust the BBC. So I think that the scientists did say it. It wasn't like it was, you know, Joe Schmo's blog. Yeah. Well, I mean... I, I, I think at this point, uh, prayer and, and just positive vibes is the way to go. Like to, in my mind, just pray to whoever you want, like for something good to happen with all this and, and, and everything. Like, I, I think being very optimistic about it is the best way to be because the, the way that we're kind of handling it is, yeah, we're stuck in a shitty situation. Mm-hmm. 
with a lot of income taken away because my wife can't work. Yeah. But as bad as it is for us, there's so many people in the same situation as us. And then there's another group of people that are far worse than us. Oh yeah. And, and, and that's kind of how, like, it's helping me get through that. Just knowing that we're all in the same situation together. You, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I think being optimistic about things right now is, is probably the best way to go for me, at least I, I I'm finding something more to smile about every day. I I'm enjoying this time that I have with my kids that, that I'm spending time with my wife. And now it's like, it's bringing out a whole different feel of art. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my dark moments, which <laughs> I'm actually going to be working on a, on a pretty fucking dark painting coming up. Uh, but it's, it's going to be fun. I, I, I just created a very vibrant uh, painting as well. That's um, to me about the importance of, of being around people, even though that's not my thing, but like just feeling secluded and the importance to go out and see color and it, enjoy different things than just what you're confined to at your house yeah i think that makes sense i think people will be more appreciative of just like what's available out there for them uh i'm I'm hoping maybe it'll turn some some of my more introverted friends into more extroverts and they'll want to go (laughs) yeah i i i hope it does that to me because like i i really like i enjoy people in my on my terms like if i want to go out i enjoy it uh but right now i'm happy being home what my goal is to start seeing is for people to start shopping buying local and appreciating the the what locals have and like local businesses local entrepreneurs um artists music like and everything like that because right now it's like that's who's going to thrive once this is all over is the people that need the community behind them like like i would love to see people buying my art and or or my friend's art and stuff like that instead of going to like bed bath and beyond target or fucking walmart like like don't buy that 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 target art you know like like go to somebody that that you know that you're gonna get a piece of that's original yeah you're, you're gonna probably pay a lot more money but you're not getting something that 14,000 people have in their home, you know, and and you're also putting money back into your community and stuff like that. Do you feel like this has actually in some ways been an opportunity for for you? I know you said you've been doing some live painting on Facebook and stuff. Do you you think it's reaching an audience maybe that you hadn't reached previously because people are just sitting at home and they're bored? I think I'm, I'm, I'm revisiting people that started following me in the beginning where a lot of my stuff has changed and now it's bringing back old faces to my work now. And I think in, in a way that turns into a, a new, a new fan, I guess, a new follower in, in, in a sense. And it, it is giving me better opportunities and it's making me think outside the box on ways to create. Uh, I, I was just talking to my buddy uh, the other day I'm very limited to my paint supplies now. Like I don't have that many just because of lack of uh, access to them to, mm-hmm. to go buy more. I mean, I can order them off online, but that takes days. So what I'm trying to do is utilize every color I have 
which is probably only like maybe 10 different colors. But with 10 different colors, I can make 100. Yeah, mixing things I mean, together and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, like I, I, can, I, I can just mix and, and make colors. So like now it's, it's, it's challenging me to create with what I have. And yeah, you know, that's interesting because the kind of like uh, this video, so part of this video is going to be taken out and used in another video. So I'm going to release both of them. Um, but the one video is, is kind of a similar way. So like my friend, I don't know if you know Willie James, he was just on. Yeah. Um, he's a good friend of mine. And he kind of like inspired me recently. He did because uh, I was kind of like down in the dumps because I'm like, oh, I can't do any of these uh, documentaries that I wanted to do. I had all these great ideas. And he's like, well, you should like have people do like cell phone videos. I'm like, uh, I'm not a fan of, of that. Well, then I saw him do it, and I'm like, wow, I actually really like that. Yeah, yeah. Instead of doing it that style, I'm doing this with the Zoom because, I, you know, it's a little bit easier for me to work with. But, uh, yeah, he did a thing with, with Rick Seaback, and then he had me call in, and it was just like, it was really cool, and it was just kind of like his day dealing with this. And I thought, well, why don't I do my day? So I, I literally pirated his idea. But I'm doing <laughs> my, my day, you know, it's my day off, and what am I doing to – you know, get things going on, on PGH museums. And then I thought, well, why don't we call, you know, you call an artist and, and see like what they're doing. And that can be kind of like part of, of my day, just kind of like seeing how other people are dealing with it. Yeah. I, I think it's a great idea. Like it, like th th this is fun. It's a way for us to interact right now where the last time we were in person and now it's just like, like, chilling out checking in on one another to me it's, it's a sense of caring too with what you're doing you're like let's see what these uh these odd artists are doing you know yeah, luckily do. like I, I am wearing pants um right i am now. too yeah that's the big thing everyone's always asking are you wearing pants well I, I, i'll be honest anytime i leave the house now for for anything that that is necessity it's it's like does this store or this reason me going out does that call for underwear or, <laughs> or not? And lately it's been like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I'm not part of the underwear crew right now. I, yeah. I refuse to put it on. There you go. See, I'm the opposite. Now I've always been that way. They're like people like, like my one friend talks about how he like, you know, walks around the house naked all the time. Like I am never, ever naked ever. Like I, and people do that all the time. Like they sit around, they're always like, they talk about that. Like, Oh, no one's over. Like, you know, especially people who are single, they're like, Oh, I, I just sit on my couch naked. And I'm like, I, I can't do that. Like I always, I always have a shirt on, always have pants on. I don't always have like jeans on, which I have now. Like a lot of times I have more comfortable pants on, but I never go unclothed. See, I, I used to just walk around and, 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 you know, keep it ball out. But with the little kids now, like I can't have my kids going to school and be like, yeah, daddy walks around naked. They're going to be like, oh, yeah. what kind of fucking place do you live in? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you lost that opportunity. <laughs> yeah. What address is that again? Yeah. So like, I, like, I just, I try to be more clothes now. Like, it, it, but I, I'm typically in a hoodie or a, uh, just a t-shirt and a pair of shorts or, or like, like lounge pants in a way. That's kind of what I do, yeah, when I'm around. But, yeah, I'm always, like, full, fully clothed. Um, wintertime, I have, like, multiple clothes on. Like, wintertime, like, not so much since I started my job because my job's always, like, it's in a dirty place. But, like, yeah. before that, I used to always wear, like, you know, layers, always colored shirts. Not because I was, like, trying to be dressy, but just because, like, layers are warm. So when you dress, yeah, right. yeah, when you dress, like, nice and professional in the winter, you're actually warmer than if you dress down. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, well, here, here's the thing: being being naked in the in, in the winter, it is it is not very welcoming for a man. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. It, it's it's kind of like the Seinfeld episode with the lobster. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, do you have any like what? What's your rebound plan? Like, like you know, we come out of the stay-at-home order. The virus is dead, and now we're we're getting back into business. Like, what do you have? Like a big like, I don't know, like a big gut punch to the coronavirus. Like, you know, welcome back. Yeah, my, my goal would is to possibly do a mural, find somewhere locally that will would do would let me do a mural where if I can get them to to cover supplies like I don't want to have I don't want to be paid for my time that much on this but I would rather be paid in supplies like mm-hmm. to have people chip in or or donate like for it and and do like a big amazing colorful mural that is uh dedicated to a community and 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 sticking together I guess like I, I'd love to do something like that. My my other goal is to uh, put so much effort into a, a solo show that was supposed to be, I think, in October. And if that's still, excuse me, if that if that's still happening, um, I I want it to be have all this new body of work which I'm working on. Uh, I have different sketches. I have um, uh, one painting done. And I got another one on the way. Like I just want to. Like to me, it's gonna. It's causing a lot more art. Like it, it's like a lot more because I'm I'm stuck with my own thoughts. Like, but in a way that I'm forced to, because yeah. they're like, like you can't go to the store for a Red Bull right now unless you need toilet paper or food or something. And, and that's kind of like how I how I do it. I I made sure that when I left the house last week to get something that I needed. So I bought beer. Mm. I was like, I was like, I'm out and about already. I'm getting beer. Like, yeah. So like my plan is to come back with a bunch of new stuff. Uh, something sharing my experience as, as being confined in lockdown, I guess, and in quarantine. Um, I, I, I actually think, I was preparing for this more than anyone else. And I'll tell you why. If you go back and look at my art, it was nothing but fucking gas masks. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm, uh, I see the future, but my mind has been prepared for a day like this. And I, I have a gas mask up there. I got a plague mask. I just need some, some flowers to fill into the plague mask and I'm good. You'll be set. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, like you're right. Like, and, and I think like they could be very marketable afterwards. Like, you could like have like a a post coronavirus like memorial sale or something. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I actually might do that. Like, I've been going through a lot of my old work and and like pictures of it, and and I'm 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 gonna do a uh, the quarantine edition. I might actually do a quarantine book. Is something of of like a eight by ten or a five by seven little quarantine book of prints of mine. Yeah, that that I did like that like that might be something that I'm doing. Awesome, but like yeah, I, dude, I'm. If you want to see what I worked on, yeah. Is, let's, I, I, let me see. Can I 
How do I flip it? How do I flip? How do I flip? There it is. Oh, nice. Yeah, let me stand up. Yeah, so like that's the can is that coming through pretty well? Yeah, very well. Yeah, it's um That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's just many layers of colors, like mix them with dark and, and light and and everything. So did you have to mix anything to get some of these colors? Like, was it all, like, were, did you have enough colors to do this, or did you have to blend some things? Uh, for, for this one, this color, I blend it with uh, lizard and crimson and purple, I think, and another, like, maroon color in a way. Okay. That, that, that's the only one, but, like, like, these I had, I actually ran out of white. Oh, wow on this and 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 you can't mix any color to make white yeah yeah because white is kind of is the reflection of everything so it's like i'm sure if you mixed everything you would end up with black right oh uh, that that's pretty much exactly what happens uh like like you end up getting a muddy color for yeah. the most part yeah it's um the color wheels and stuff like that are very helpful but i'm, I'm still not that well at creating different colors mm. so but i mean that's I, I i hope all my artist friends and, and and anyone out there is taking advantage of this time instead of being upset about it because we're kind of stuck with it yeah why not be productive and 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 do something that's all about creating you yeah. know I think it's like a like that you know like they always say like you always watch these like these um, TV shows right where they always show the character like going through like this cycle of grief and like they always go through like it like very rapidly it's like all of a sudden like now they're this now they're that and it's like so like radical yeah. but I think that is like I think like you have to go through a cycle of grief like I know myself like I was like really down about it for a while and um, then now I'm, I'm doing these phone calls I'm doing some other stuff and it's like you know it kind of like took me a minute to get out of a funk and like it got to that mm -hmm. point. Where okay, you're accepting it, and, like, how can I now take advantage of this opportunity? But I don't think, like, for some people, I think it takes, like, it's, it's a process. You have to, like... Oh, yeah, because, I mean, we, we all handle difficult times, difficulty stuff, and, like, grieving in, in some ways, uh, understanding, all, all, all in different ways. And I think just because of my personality, I took to it was, like... Peace. I left work. Was like setting up shop. I'll be working from home. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pants off, dance off. You know. <laughs> it's a wonderful museum in Indiana, PA. The Jimmy Stewart Museum introduces you to the life of war hero, family man, and actor Jimmy Stewart, famously known for films like It's a Wonderful Life and Harvey. In addition to the impressive display of original movie posters and awards, the Jimmy Stewart Museum introduces you to the icon on a personal level with relics of his upbringing with the J.M. Stewart Hardware Store to his military desk as a Brigadier General, Boy Scout Awards in a recreated bedroom, and much more. The museum even has a 1930s vintage movie theater to view old Jimmy Stewart films. Janie McCurgan, the museum's executive director, was never fortunate enough to meet Jimmy in person, but she's poured through the documents and set up the exhibitions. Does she feel like she knows him now? 
I do, I do. After diving into all these displays and the archives and reading multiple stories about him and books, I really feel like I know the man. He was who he was when you saw him. He was a simple, everyday man who was so kind. And uh, his advice to his daughters going off to college was, just be nice to people. That's all he told them. So he was just a really down-to-earth, humble, kind man. Get your chance to meet Jimmy yourself with an impressive collection that spans his life at the Jimmy Stewart Museum, just upstairs of the Indiana Public Library in downtown Indiana, Pennsylvania. Learn more at Jimmy. Thank you for listening to COVID Conversations, a special series for PGH Museums, produced and edited by me, Brian Crawford. Support PGH Museums by joining our membership program at pghmuseums.org slash join. Our music is Energy 2013 by Sasha Endy and can be found at filmmusic.io and licensed under the Creative Commons. Let us know how you're keeping your spark in these trying times. Email me at brian at pghmuseums.org. Stay safe, keep your distance, and keep creating. <laughs>